This is Wednesday Wisdom with Lauren Quellhurst. Welcome to the SOTA Process Podcast. I'm your host, Tom Evans, a high-performance mindset, life, and holistic health coach on a quest to help you find empowerment, break through comfort zones, and live your purpose. Every week, we bring to you a state-of-the-art person or idea that will help you to take massive action en route to your dreams. Thanks for tuning in today. Now let's define our greatness and be state-of-the-art. chats we've got you know the perfect lighting here because we're pro with the light behind us and yeah, not the other this way one's around. really bright this one's dark af um yeah we just we thought the topic this week would be i guess what was coming through for me was um the importance of having really open and honest conversations because we've been having a lot together and just how how nice it is to share that with people that you're close with and how important it is to actually have that with the people that you're close with because it's actually knowing that you can say anything and 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 not in terms of just saying anything without context but bringing up maybe conversations topics questions concerns joys and have that met with um I guess someone that can kind of respond to it or hold the space. And even if they don't know what to say to it, I guess having that, um, I don't know if it's the personality or the skill to just say like, I'll think about that or uh, I can, they can kind of take it on board and go and receive it as feedback. Um, So yeah, that's sort of what's coming through for me. And I know that when I mentioned that to you this morning, you delved into the open um, versus closed slash fixed yeah mindset yeah so if you haven't read mindset by carol dweck i highly recommend you do because it's an eye-opener for i guess you know in a small sense having open conversations with people too it definitely applies to that but just in general the way you respond to everything so say if i was to come to you and tell you something how are you going to respond to it? You know, say if I came to you with a fact about, I don't know, let's use veganism and hopefully Joel Curtis watches this later. Um, <laughs> if I was to, all right, let's, let's actually use Joel as the example. And I know Joel's a pretty open-minded guy anyway, but say if I was to come to Joel and say, this is why, like this is 110% conclusive evidence why you should not be vegan an open mindset person would at least consider it. They would read what I'm telling them. They would listen to what I'm telling them. They would think about how they could apply it and whether it's worth them applying it to their life or something like that. Whereas a fixed minded person or a closed minded person would instantly deny it. They would probably say something along the lines of no, that's not true without even looking at the evidence or what I've told them. Um, And just not even, think about how that could be true so that's the difference is just being either open to an opportunity 
because um, that's the thing with like the fixed mindset and the closed mindset is you miss out on opportunities because you're already saying no before you've heard everything there is about it. So that's the the crucial thing is to at least be open to something and to listen and hear it through rather than just making the decision straight away. You know, it's something we all need to get better at. I know, you know, I can do that sometimes where I don't listen to something or I don't think about how something could be true or how I could apply it to my life. You know, getting back to that example before, if Joel was to come to me and tell me why I should be vegan, I would still listen to what he has to say and then decide whether that's going to be right for me. I wouldn't just instantly say no, like, that's not true. This this is not how it's going to be. I would listen to what he has to say and because there might be an opportunity in that somewhere. But if I'm just saying no straight up, then I'm always going to miss out on that opportunity. I think there's also that side of context as well. So it's like if you're approaching someone, even the way that you were asking it before with the example, it's like that can come across not as an open question. It can come across as a statement. Do you Fair know what point. I mean? Yeah. So it's like being mindful of who you're bringing stuff up with and it's like, is that the right person? Is this the right place? Is this the right time? Mm. Um, and sometimes uncomfortable questions is never going to feel like a like a right time to bring something up up with somebody. But I think the point is of like if they do have that open mindset, they're never going to feel offended by it because feeling offended or feeling rocked it's like that's a subjective experience that's not something that we made you feel it's you feeling that and it's your it's your experience of it of like you know sometimes you can go I feel this way it felt like you made me feel this way it's like actually you made you feel this way like I may have had influence in that um, but ultimately it comes down to you taking on that experience, how you perceived it. So um, in that way, it's like always trying to have that ability to communicate in a way that's um, that's also open back to them, that's not in a argument debate, you know what I mean? It's not a fixed question going, I've got an open mindset. It's like that already sounds fixed to me, do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, exactly, because... <laughs> you're in a sense not willing to change and you're telling mm. them how it is like a fixed-minded person is someone that says oh, I can't get better at this it's I am the way I am whereas mm. it's you know blame plasticity is true so you can actually improve beyond what you're currently at and even to get back into some of the other stuff related to the fixed-minded or closed-minded person perfectionists are closed-minded people and when I was reading that book, that's something that I would have almost expected it to be the other way. Now it's obvious after reading it, but I would have thought that you know, someone that was a perfectionist would be growth-minded because they're always you know, looking for how they can improve, right? But that's not actually true because someone who is a perfectionist actually doesn't have the ability to move on from something and say that this is good enough, it'll do. They're always looking for... You know, they're just trying to make it perfect and they're stuck in that rat race of not being able to make it perfect because there's always something better, whereas a growth-minded person will understand this is where it's done. It doesn't need to be any better than what it is. It's not going to improve the actual quality of what it's doing. So let's just leave it and move on to the next thing rather than staying in the cycle of better, 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 better. So that's where a fixed-minded person is is stuck to an extent because they don't have the ability to move out of that um but they'll also tell you that 
they're a perfectionist and they will talk about themselves like that's in their identity and that like they don't have the ability to change it either. So, yeah, a growth-minded person is someone that understands that they can change and a fixed-minded person is someone that believes that they are the way they are and that's the only way it's ever going to be. Sort of sounds like capacity as well, like the capacity you're willing to take on because it's like if you're growing, you're expanding your capacity to deal with anything or fit more things into your schedule even though you might already be a super busy person um but fixed and in in the word itself and understanding fixed of like no change almost that box it's like there's no room to expand that capacity it's already full um but like i like your example of um what you were saying about perfectionism because it's something that um, we talk about with our mentor and stuff that we're learning with leadership is like to step into leadership is to actually recognize that you're also replaceable and that you're going to be more efficient if you teach people your role, teach someone as if your role could be replaced instead of thinking I'm the be all end all, like I'm the only one who can be in this position because that that in itself doesn't actually allow someone to grow into another mm. space. So, yeah, I, I quite like that. I think that's all I have to say. Yeah, I think we'll keep it nice and short for this Wednesday Wisdom. So thank you for tuning in and we shall see you next week. And you can listen to this on the podcast too. The soda process? Yeah. Awesome. Catch you guys later. Hey, Sotarians. Thank you so much for listening to that episode. Now, just quickly before you leave, please head over and subscribe to the podcast. That way you'll know exactly when the next episode is out so you never miss a beat. And also make sure you head over and give the podcast a review as well. That's going to help us to grow and expand the show and get your feedback on exactly what you want to hear from us, what guests you want us to get on, and how we can improve the overall listening experience for yourself. Now, if you took some value from this episode, please make sure you take a screenshot and post it on your Instagram story. Don't forget to tag myself at Coach Tom Evans and at The Soda Process so that we know you're listening and can get some instant feedback from the show. Also, while you're there, be sure to check out the awesome show notes we have down below. We've got a couple of different partners that are offering some awesome discounts on some products specifically for you as a listener of the podcast. All right, guys, you know what to do. It's time to get out there, define your greatness and be state of the art.